Welcome everybody back to Talking Gaming and Tech Season 8 Episode 1 where we get into the start of this year and the lovely controversy that's going on. We have controversy with D&D, we have petitions being signed, we have uh, former uh, G4 uh, hosts, uh, well, just uh, just not being kosher, <laughs> the best way I, I can put it. a controversy, it's more like a dick move by a company. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm talking about uh, G4, uh, Adam uh, oh. Adam Sessler. Um, well, Adam Sessler's always a dick move, so I, didn't need, <laughs> I figured we didn't need to actually say it. Oh. <laughs> that guy is a complete another piece of crap. Dude. Oh well, well, yeah, well, now yeah. he's even more of a piece of crap, dude. I can, I'll tell you some shit when we get to that. Topic. Well, we get, well, we'll get, we'll get into it soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we also have uh, games coming out for the Switch for 2023. Um, I'm also gonna get to some of our hopes for 2023. One of the more exciting things I'm excited for. Uh, I'm gonna get into which is Street Fighter 6 which I'm really excited for um, so but that being said what the heck has everybody been up to at the beginning of the year it's only been uh, like a week into this new year so what have you been doing in 2023 uh, let's see um, I don't think I was on the podcast in time to talk about um, deeper darker deep darker darker D deeper and darker dark and darker dark and darker yeah, it's dark and darker only got to play that for like two days before the thing shut down that game is goddamn amazing i cannot wait to stream it with you guys and have a blast playing that i got shit. i played it for one day <laughs> that was so i'll cover that too that game is fun it's it's wonky it needs work but it's it's so freaking fun well no it's period. exactly i enjoyed it even though it really was wonky it's quite wonky um i ex that's exactly what i said vermintide should be um, because I started getting bored of the Vermintide because of the repetitive nature of it. And I was like, eh, I, w I want the, some more competition to it. The basic idea for people who don't know what it is, is it's a battle royal um, RPG dungeon diver. You get dropped into this, into this dungeon, lots of corridors, mobs everywhere, traps, things that could just straight up kill you. And there are, other, there are like 16 other players in there too. And your goal is to find as much loot as you can. And last until the portals stop popping up. Yep. The red ones take you deeper and get you harder, harder fights, and you end up against tougher enemies. They take you to players. hell. Yeah. And the blue ones take you out, and it's yeah. just like talk off. You keep your equipment when you get out. Yeah, that's. Uh, and for our Call of Duty fans, it's like DMZ. Mm -hmm. Except not as bad. DMZ. I played DMZ. DMZ is pretty fun. I, I like DMZ. Okay. okay. Um, on the other front. Uh, what else did I do? I ordered my new computer. That shit ain't coming yet, and it's pissing me off. When the hell is it coming? <laughs> they were they they sent it to Burnin on Friday, which means like installation of software and all that. Oh, okay. And I haven't got an email yet, yesterday or today, so I'm getting pissed because they're taking forever. Mm. Um, and that is causing me a whole bunch of stress because I have I'm worried that I'm not gonna be able to transfer. Like I know I could transfer the. The, the the campaigns over but when i make that when i transfer the campaigns over into a new campaign it puts everything in the compendium instead of like in the actual setup so now i just have a list of like 40 maps that i've set up from D, &D mm. and i had to rename all of them so i can fuck figure them out and now i gotta 
when I get the, the actual computer, I have to rebuild these things. And I'm just stressed out of my goddamn mind that something's going to go wrong. And I'm going to have to sit the group down and be like, guys, it, the transfer didn't work. We can't play those campaigns. You can quit, but I'm starting over. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's not going to happen. I've tested it. it and I'm be fine. fine. It's just everything yeah. will be fine. But I'm still very, I'm like worried that it could literally something could go wrong. I think and it, that I won't be able to. Yeah, I'll think, have to rebuild or something. I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, I've I've got multiple copies of the character ones because even if we lose everything else, but we keep the character sheets, I can rebuild the maps and the journal and the entries myself. Yeah. But rebuilding the characters are almost impossible because no one remembers everything they've picked and done mm. for their characters, which is just flat out insane. Like, yeah. how the fuck are you going to remember that? You have so, to be a psychopath. The reason I kept, like, when it was my turn, besides my head, what's going on in my mind, <laughs> um, I, I, every character I've ever named in, in our campaigns has been Bazinga of some sort. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when they say Malcolm, it doesn't even, like, cross my mind. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, all uh... I can say is I had a long talk with Alex the other day at work, and, and don't take this as a, as a, like, him being a snooty prick, but he said, he said, dude, JD, Bazinga, and Nate have all stepped up their RP so much in the start of this new campaign. And he's fucking psyched for it because of it. Mm -hmm. Because like in the in the, the Lost Legacy one, JD didn't RP very much. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. And, he and, fell asleep most of the time. Your your RP <laughs> was focused around just saying you wanted to get drunk all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's like all three of them have like evolved to the point where every every one of them feel like a character now. Yeah. When before mm -hmm. they felt like one-liners, now they feel like characters. Mm. And I'm like, that. this is cool. Because that means if, if you get Alex and Nick excited to RP with you, mm -hmm. then stupidity happens. Look at Dragon Quest. Mm. Yeah. Like, the amount of stupidity that happens because they talk to you in character. So things are just going to get better. That campaign is going really well, and I'm super hyped about it. Mm. Yeah, no, it's um, a lot of fun so far. Other than that, I... Because I I don't want to install anything on my computer because I don't want to crash anything. I haven't really been doing anything. I'm playing a game that's been on it for like a, four years. I'm playing Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous. But we'll talk about Pathfinder stuff when we get to that D&D &D bullshit down the road mm. that we're talking about. So let's move on. Yeah. So Wrap it up. <laughs> so I played some DMZ with... Uh... Todd. Mm -hmm. That was pretty fun. It's, I, it's, I, yeah. I had a lot of fun doing it. It's... It's it's like you're pushing pushing the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, oh, do I want to do that or you know I might get killed and ruin it all type of thing. So you're like, all right, let's go for the helicopter. Let's go. Let's and, go. And you only have 23 minutes for the radiation Which issue too. Exactly yeah, yeah. how it feels in that darker so, darker yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and uh, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I was I was like, cool. The only thing that killed us was proximity chat. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's why I have my chat shut off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> And then uh, we we rearranged the studio a little bit, mm -hmm. just a little bit. We have a uh, what is what do they call it a a sin the way the monitors are set up right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I, I used to have one of my monitors like vertical and the other horizontal. Uh, that's why my monitors set up for years. But I wanted to hook up the big TV again for yeah. the uh, screen so we can get ready for our game smash. Yeah. So I wanted to hook that up. So that's all set up now, and uh, it also using it for the podcast. So. Mm. But other than that, I just we lost our stream. We lost our stream. What? 
What happened? Where did our stream go? Hey, look at the bright side. You didn't leave your heads in the wrong spot for the opening 30 minutes. That's working. Okay. So, yeah. No, anyways. That shit was fun. <laughs> yeah. No, the D&D &D has been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, I was saying, like, how I had you guys in the wrong spot. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, at least it, you may have lost your stream, but you didn't have the stream running with your heads all cut off. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mostly, so, I've been, uh, well... We shot uh, we shot some shorts. We need to shoot a full video. The probably the next full video is probably going to be restoring that computer. Um, other than as that, soon as I get the goddamn um, thing, dude. And other than that, we're going to be doing controllers, uh, building a couple more controllers because we're going to teach somebody how to solder. So it's going to be kind of a teaching somebody how to solder kind of video too, as well, because mm -hmm. um, they're going to build their first fight stick. Um, and the one thing actually over the last week is I actually switched my main in uh, Guilty Gear uh, to Giovanna. Because they kind of like screwed over my character a little bit. <laughs> What'd they do? They nerf her? Nerf, nerf her. my Yeah, uh, Chip Zanif. Ah. Um, like, there was like, I think one of the tournaments, like two tournaments ago, there was three Chip Zanifs in, right? A lot of them made it really close. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I had a, had a part of doing it. I'm not sure. Um, but they made his damage higher that he takes. And they also killed two of the combos that chained together. And I'm like, why would you do what? The <laughs> because he was broken. Um, I don't even play the game. Well, no, but like, I, but they made it so here. if I get hit like three times, I'm dead almost. So? Um, you also, dude, you also kill if you hit three times. Hmm. Like, he set up, he's so, like, here's the thing, that, uh, a dirty secret for all these games. MMOs, action games, first-person yeah. shooters, here's a dirty little secret. It doesn't matter what kind of defenses you put together or what kind of disadvantages you give a character. If the character has a priority advantage and a damage, like a speed advantage and damage advantage, they will always win unless you nerf them. Well, well, this... does, you can go, yeah, his health bar is really small. It doesn't matter because you can still catch that quick combo and end the game in two seconds. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's it's more severe like that. Like, most of the people that main chip have all dropped him. All the official stats and leaderboards on besides Evo and all the other tournaments have dropped him to E status as well. So as a okay. playable character. So like but there's other people in E status too. You're acting like you're acting like he's the only one. Like, no, no, like there is, baby, no, no, there, no, there's a ton of people in E status. Uh, well no, I've been playing Chip Zam since the first Guilty Gear, so yeah, but you're acting like they shot your your rat baby in the head because it, it <laughs> couldn't like communicate. Um, but no, I'm having fun with Giovanna though so far. Um She's a pretty good I'm character. I'm just saying, here's something I'll give you, and I'll prove it with certain Tekken pros, all right? It, if you drop your character because they nerfed them, you were never that good at the character, and that includes the pros that thought they were gods with that, that character, mm. okay? They dropped them because the advantage was taken away that they had, and they got worse. they are a Tekken players who still played some of the worst Tekken characters in the world mm. who make it to top eight because they don't change their character based on... On like, uh, what do you call it? Buffs and debuffs. Yeah. They don't live on a crutch of a certain thing. Like it's disgusting if you're gonna complain about it. Mm. Like man yeah, up and well, get better. Which is one game I'm very excited for. Tekken Eight. Oh my god. That dude, Tekken Eight's gonna be. That's gonna be the first Tekken I buy in years. Well, Whether I play it a lot or not doesn't matter. Well, you have to also with the lure too. Like this is like the game that's gonna come back to bring Jin back to the good side because he he started World War Three, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, he literally started War Three, but he did it because he wanted to awaken that like 
fight God, whatever, because he wanted to kill it himself because it would cause the apocalypse if it woke up by itself. So he did it to cause the apocalypse yeah, so he I could stop the apocalypse. Let's not talk about the lore of hacking because it all <laughs> sounds like terribly stupid. But then, but no, but like the thing is, there's also like the whole thing, like like Harang still hasn't had like they like he lost his other fight against Jin, but he wants another fight against him. There's that whole big storyline thing. He'll um, never win anyway. Um, but yeah. And obviously, what I'm obviously we'll get into it when we talk about the games of 2023 because I'm excited for obviously Street Fighter Six uh, quite a bit. But we'll get into that in the games section when we're talking about all the gaming stuff. But let's get into gaming gear. So the coolest gaming gear from CES 2023. And there's a giant ass monitor, which I eventually want to get a giant ass monitor. I have a pretty big widescreen, mo a, a wide monitor. It's not an ultra ultra wide, but it's ultra wide. But it's not like super ultra wide. I want one of these that ultra ultra wide, like that go See, across my whole desk. Yeah. Well, my problem with ultra <laughs> with ultra wide is they're too short. Mm -hmm. Like my my, my thirty two inch monitor. If that was like ultra wide, that'd mm -hmm. be fine. But take like four inches from the top. Yeah, and they're they're, they're too narrow. Oh, no, I, don't, no. I don't like I don't like that at all. Oh. Um. But yeah, the the I haven't uh, seen this one. You know, the Odyssey Neo G nine. Yeah, uh, I know a, uh, Woody has one. It's a nice. It's the a, old, the last year's model. Yeah, it's a it's a nice laptop. I'm mean, not a laptop. Laptop, nice monitor. That'd be an interesting monitor for a laptop. <laughs> you could use it as a laptop. I got the forty nine inch laptop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need to put it in like a guitar case to carry it. Oh, or bigger he, than that. He said he had a hard time. What's wrong with that, jackass? <laughs> No, it's like this thick though, because of the bend. Oh, the that's curve. right. Yeah, yeah. The question: This is not bendable, is it? Like the no, no. There is one that, that was SES that was bendable. That is bendable. Yes, yeah, you can change it. Yep, it's interesting. Yeah, we got the Dell revamped budget-friendly game laptop. This thing's okay. I saw somebody else doing budget a video on starting at eight forty-nine. Yeah, it's it's okay. There's better options out there, people. Oh yeah. We have the Alienware thin Wait. and powerful gaming laptop, which still has that cool color changing mouse pad but that's yeah. a, that's a really a good thing for it you're paying for the name yeah, but really. they, it's a 165 hertz 25 what would you go for 165 25 60 by 1600 or 480 hertz 1080 well 1200 but uh it matters the price difference really i wouldn't pay no 2800 for a laptop i can tell you that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know what the high-end configuration is though yeah. is it the 165 hertz or the 480 hertz 480 hertz is so overkill. It's just stupid, especially for a laptop. You, 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 that laptop will die so fast. Yeah, that you'll have to <laughs> you'll have to plug it into the wall and have a charger for it. Yeah, <laughs> like like charge it twice. It's probably oh. gonna be, you have two power bricks. Yeah, that's oh my god, it'd be terrible. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Samsung's new monitor is a monster. 60, 57 inch Odyssey, and what do you got? Neo G9 curved display HDR 1000 model. Um, and see, yes, and it's uh, 7680 by 2160. So it's like seven, six and a half K or something. I don't know, because like the 2160 is the four the 4K resolution, mm -hmm. but then the uh, the 7680 is almost like the 8K. Yeah. So you're like in between that. That's that's crazy. Like yeah. you can barely run it. You have to have like it says you have to have the 4090. Yeah, at least to run it. Yeah, at that resolution, yeah. Oof. The Alienware fastest gaming monitor to date. Well, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, 500 hertz. I've never seen a monitor move, so I don't believe them. <laughs> um, 
Well, no, I thought they made no. There's no 500 probably is the fastest. There is no point in that though. When you get past like even 240 is, I think is overkill. It's way overkill. Yeah, two four. Like, well, I've never seen the difference between it, but like 165 hertz is fast. Yeah, that's what I got. And like, it's like you don't even understand what gaming is. That's what my. That's what my. Overkill. That's what my curved monitor is. Overkill is the entire point. Yeah, it's like, I mean, there's no, you're not getting any, your bang for your buck is gone. Like, you're just Look, shoveling money at well, that point. Uh, yeah, but I don't Dude, pay for bang turning, for buck. <laughs> if turning your computer on doesn't kill the power in all of your neighbor's houses, then <laughs> why are you gaming? Well, you can hook up a mainframe. I guess you could do that, but I mean, okay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, dude. But you don't understand gaming anymore, man. You're well, fake. <laughs> Sony shows its new accessibility controllers. These are like a neat. I'm not sure exactly how they work. I mean, yeah, I'm, uh, they don't look as accessible as the the Microsoft ones or the uh, the one that They're Ben built for handicapped people. Well, no, like no, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and the like Microsoft came out with a bunch too. That yeah, were way different. They're way different. They work actually. I'm not sure how these work though. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I even know. Ben Heck makes up. Uh, oh, still, yeah. he makes them on the side. Still, he still sells them on his website. Yeah. Um, he's that's what his constant one of his constant incomes is is making controllers. But yeah. he 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 buys real controllers and then mods them. Yeah, turn us down. We'll so. Right. So, Dell's concept, what do you call it, the NYX controller. It just looks like a, the stupid Steam controller thing. Yeah, I don't understand. All these people oh. keep trying to come up with controllers, and they're never going to be as good so, as the Sony ones. So, so. The, 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 the deep... The D-pad's in the wrong... Well, it's not, not doesn't even have a D-pad, so there's a negative. And then it's in the wrong spot, too. So... <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, oh, no, I mean I'm not in the wrong spot. Sorry, it's not in the. It's, it's in not the, the wrong spot for you. No, no, it's no. No, the it's in the wrong spot. <laughs> no, if it's not in the right spot for Nate, it's not in the right. <laughs> spot. Oh no, okay, the deep. No, no, I, I'm sorry, I'm not making a joke. You think I'm busting Nate's balls? I'm telling you right now. There's one thing I know. Nate's been playing video games his whole life with me. If he says the D-pad's in the wrong spot. It is. Okay. Well, so I, 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 stop I, no, no, I don't. Where does the spot go? <laughs> I did. I did. It mean... goes. Where, it goes exactly where it belongs. Just like how you don't put your goddamn angle pad, angle sticks off center like Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, that's, 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 not, that's the problem. No, no, no. no. Okay, this is so, set up like so, a PlayStation controller. No, okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's what I'm getting. <laughs> this is set up like a PlayStation controller. No, okay, not. it is. It is. But the, the, I didn't mean that it was in the wrong spot. Literally moved. I mean the spacing's bad. Is it? Yeah, yeah because the D pad's yeah. way too close to the analog control, analog stick. You're gonna hit that. Not, not with the analog stick. I don't care what people say. I'm, I just want to point out, me and Nate are biased towards PlayStation controllers because Xbox controllers usually suck. Yes, they do. I love the. I Off, offset, offset is brain damage. It's, no. Offset is comfortable and natural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, it's it's. Terrible. Yeah, because you played Xbox too much. <laughs> I, play, I had a, I started with PlayStation. I just never was a fan of the it's controller. It's nowhere near natural. Yeah, for you. I, I no I for prefer. everybody. No, I'll tell you what. It's it's nowhere near natural because Sony always outsell Xbox, and that means they have a percentage of more people playing with their controller. No oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't tell you. I prefer the Xbox controller like tenfold. I don't like you the analog like six. People. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, but I use a D-pad. Okay, sorry, so, maybe twelve. So is this? A, that's better. Is is that a? Uh, <laughs> is it a haptic like touchpad or is it a button? 
so it is a so it's a standard controller. There's a fingerprint reader underneath the center button <laughs> dual scroll wheel. <laughs> why? I have no idea why. Um, probably. So, so my steal your controller, dude. And the controller. So it's probably so you can log into whatever. Um, this guy got my profile. There's also touch centers underneath the shoulder buttons, which is actually good. That's actually pretty decent. Um, you can scroll your fingers over the different effects. Uh, the controller is only a concept, so it's not a real. It's not. It's not a working model yet, but it has an idea. So it doesn't actually doesn't say how that D-pad works. It works like shit, I can tell you that. <laughs> anyway, Razer's new gaming handheld is available for pre-order now. I mean, this handheld, we covered it, we talked about it, it's okay. But I personally think it's not better than the Steam Deck at all. And the Steam Deck's cheaper. So, and that's where, that's where like, what it comes down to. Um, well, actually, no, when we covered that story, it was $500. It's $400 now. So it's actually around, it's, it's close to the same price now. Um, so they did actually lower the price when we covered the story. So maybe they are they're they are trying to actually compete with the Steam Deck, which is good. Who, competition, who? competition, well, competition, competition is good. Razor, it's basically it's basically it's a tablet. It's not a phone. I was reading out about it. It's a it's a Android tablet with snap navigating game controllers. Oh, those snap on. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Snap on. Well, they're trying to make the switch, pretty much. And this is at twenty four hundred by ten eighty. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if people will ever realize that the reason why the switch is successful is not be, not just because of the idea. It's because it's Nintendo, and mm. you're not going to be like you're not going to succeed copying them well, unless you have the word Nintendo on your box. Well, and then the other thing too is like people have to, a lot of there's a lot of other like Paul handouts. A lot of people don't realize, unless you're like the full Android, some of the full Android ones run pretty good. But Steam Deck runs and works so well because it has its own OS. Yeah, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not saying anything that about the hardware it. so, itself. I'm just I saying mean, like, you could try to copy the Switch all you want. You're not going to succeed because your name is not Nintendo. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your name is, I'll give I'll give Steam too because Steam is huge now. Yeah. Like, you would. It's a one in a million shot for you to succeed. To get anywhere near those two in that handheld market, it's just not not possible. Mm. Unless See, you come up with something completely new, and if you're just copying them, okay, it's just a glass tower. This it's nice. High, there's a bunch of glass towers out there, though. Yeah, there's a bunch out there. That's my, not my new. next one's gonna be. That's not new. Glass. What is this? The HyperX 3D printed keycaps. Yes. You yeah, can, you're gonna use those. <laughs> there's a bunch of sites you can already do this. Yeah, like Etsy. It's easy but like, you can't play with those. <laughs> no. Most, mostly people just put them on their escape key. Yeah, or their like F1 key, F keys. Yeah, they don't, you don't put them on your mains. Like, no. what are you doing? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, no, that's not, that's nothing new. Uh, Samsung DBU's gaming force. <laughs> focused. Game focused sound bars. How is it gaming focused? Like, how is it going to be any better than like a regular, a regular, Adobe, a regular Adobe setup? Atmos setup. Mine sounds great when I play mine. Yeah, I'm sure it's no different. I don't see how you, I hate when they title things gaming. It's like it's it's going to be no different, people. It's, and from look at the specs. AI sound optimization. Oh my technology. god, technology. No, it's not. Fucking <laughs> it's a gimmick. Um, the gaming box makes light show while you play. What's this? Oh, it's an LED thing, so you can have like different lights that correspond with the game you're playing. Oh, it's too much money. Yeah, it's way too expensive. Those are way too expensive. <laughs> 300 to 350 Those are always way too expensive. I, I, as you can see, we have some lighting in here. Yeah, I got them all on, like, sale. 
they're like really cheap. Hmm. But yeah, that's some of the highlights of the gaming, I think, from. Is that the end of the. Yeah, that's the end of the. Yeah. Thing. So, yeah, no, that's. I mean, it's cool. There isn't a whole lot. There's things that they call gaming, mm-hmm. <laughs> is what they do. I do how, like how laptops are uh, incorporating mechanical keys now. Yes, because the low profile mechanical keys yeah. exist now, uh, which is actually what we're going to be using in our next controller. Oh. So, yeah. Because they're actually pretty cool. Um. Okay. So what top did I put? Oh, I did put that one next. Okay. Oh, look at that. Ah, you put the the RGT. Yeah. All right. Here we. So everybody, do you remember G4 TV? Uh, something no. that's, that's that's not relevant anymore because YouTube killed it because YouTube exists. So there's mm. no way any channel like that could ever compete with YouTube. That's not why they died, though. But go no, ahead. I, no, I'm saying though, if if people wanted to make one nowadays, it would just die because YouTube's way you you're not going to compete with YouTube. Um, no, but at, like one of the main people that ran the show was Adam Sessler. He was also one of the driving forces before behind the reboot of. Uh, the uh, G4 TV coming back, which was mostly like on YouTube and stuff, um, and I don't know if they. Oh had no, a... they had they had a channel on Comcast. They did have a channel. Their lo- they had a channel. It was the lowest watched channel in their history. Oh wow, ever. And not only that, but what, you'll finish what you're saying, and I'll tell you when their ratings dropped. Okay, yeah. So they did actually have a channel, I guess. Um, and nobody's like I said, you're not going to compete with YouTube because, like, for me, I know myself. I go to the basically the content creators on youtube that i trust of about reviews for video games and that's all i'm going to um well the the problem is they also didn't do it right because for example if they had a if their channel had like if they had went out and bought like the the gaming historian for example and said we want you to produce shows weekly uh, a weekly hour-long documentary show on our channel mm-hmm. or if they like they got the guy from like the completionist right mm-hmm. yeah and then they were like oh by the way you're just gonna be a host on x-play and i'm like you hired the completionist and you didn't tell him you'll give him his own show where he <laughs> just does game reviews and completions stuff yeah. you know what his fans watch yeah i'm not gonna watch because he's not doing what he does exactly um idiots just they didn't know what they're doing but there's other reasons continue i'm sorry yeah so <laughs> so anyway so i'm Sessler, which obviously g4 is completely dead now completely gone Adam Plessler, obviously, he it seems like he didn't really grow on from there after G4 was gone the first time, which is why it got revamped. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made a very, very like messed up statement on Twitter, and obviously RGT85 decided to re- give a rebuttal. Did you watch the video? Yeah. Um, I don't know what he said. What did he say? Uh, uh, basically, so Adam Sessler went and changed his, uh, first of all, his tweet uh his headliner for his name is now Ad- adam gamers are stupid sessier and he says i have a theory on this it's because gamers are small dicked synaptically challenged social scabies <laughs> jesus wow i can't believe he picked nate out of a hat <laughs> <laughs> but like okay, and then just another so you know. one of his another one of his titles he made is adam not a gamer okay um not and this is I'm not not going to dive into polit- politics here because I know some people are Republicans, some are not. But a couple about a year ago, he said on his Twitter that he wishes the majority of his family that were Republicans would just shut up and die. Mm-hmm. Oof. 
Just to give you an understanding of how terrible of a person he is. Even if you're a hardcore Democrat and you, you go, you don't say, I want my family members who are Republicans dead. You say, I, ho- I wish I could teach them and convert them. Yeah, well, I'm not a Democrat, but you don't fucking say you want them dead. Yeah, that's like up. you're just a terrible goddamn person, dude. Yeah, that's. But yeah, he said some. Other, he said one of the comment too about. So uh, yeah, so uh, RGT85, which is somebody we 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 know. Yeah. Uh, he said, "I have a theory on this. Adam Sessler is a fucking clown." <laughs> <laughs> oh. And he responded, "When I find it, it's too funny." Yeah, it's oh man. Cool theory, bro. I'll take it under consideration while I'm explaining why gamers are the public lice of society. Maybe I'll wear a red nose. Aye, aye. Okay. Wow. Let's straighten a couple things out because this this asshole is part of the reason why that shit died. They they didn't do it right, but they would not have died completely. They died because they got on the, on their channel and told the people who would watch them that they're terrible people and should not watch. That's why. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So uh, I, RG, RGT goes, so are you calling yourself a micro dick pubic lice and <laughs> are self-projecting or are you not a gamer anymore? Just <laughs> just check in here, champ. <laughs> oh, man. And he goes, just you and yours, never was a gamer myself. Don't overthink this, bucko. So this is the thing, though. He says that, but like... I never was a gamer, so you're telling me you were faking it the entire time to your fans. Like how Possibly. much of a, how much of a piece of shit? Yeah, you he's have just to doing. Uh, he's crazy. Let's be real. People watch that show because uh, uh, Morgan Mandrow Webb was. <laughs> okay. Yes, but still. <laughs> like that. That's the reality of it. Like they didn't watch it for him. He was the soy guy who like. In fact, now that I think about it, that entire fucking channel was terrible. <laughs> there was Even only like two then, good shows on it, and then the rest was like garbage no i watched some stuff i found funny but like i i don't think they ever gave a jrpg or g a good review no they didn't no oh, really and I, I know that's like oh you're biased to like rpgs but that like if you if you are a reviewer and you can't you play rpgs and you can't find a single one that you think deserves a good review you're biased yeah. it's kind of like i hate call of duty games but i bet you if i sat down and played one for a review i could be like as a call of duty fan this is probably a nine or a ten Mm. But yeah, and no. like I, I watched icons. That's basically all I watched on there, mm. which was the documentary show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't bad. And then he goes, "You worked in the gaming industry for twenty plus years, but didn't play games. So either you're a fraud or a liar. Which are we gonna pick here?" Yeah, like, is that when he didn't respond after that, or did he respond? Uh, he says, "Never, never said I didn't play games." I'm replaying Jedi Fallen Order right now. Seriously, don't don't strain yourself putting this together. Sometimes it isn't it, it isn't good YouTube material. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I, you know what it is? He's jealous because these YouTubers are more successful. Have made than him. more money in like make more money in no time than he has in his entire life yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah, and then he That's goes. All there is to it. And then uh, RGT goes strain none, none whatsoever. I'm just trying to figure out what puts you in a category that plays games but isn't a gamer because math ain't mathing. Mm. It's just, bro, that sounds more like a you problem. I know who I am. <laughs> like either this guy's doing it just because he's a, wants to get no, like clout. He, he's, <laughs> dude, he's extremely hateful and he's 
the clout that he wants is um from like from the San Francisco douchebags that he works with. Yeah. yeah so, so he put the last uh, RGT goes, a bitter, deranged, and lonely 49-year-old quote-unquote gamer. I hope you find some peace in life because obviously there isn't something really wrong going with with you right now. I'll pray for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's... And then he got then he got blocked and banned and then uh, he went and put a, a thing up praying for you, Adam Games is our stupid Sessler. <laughs> with his title card for yeah, his twi- twi- yeah, Twitter. stupid ass. <laughs> uh, but no, I think personally, like Graham was saying, um, he has his own demons, and I think he is just resentful that YouTube came along and was more successful than their gaming channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just and that was also, just the nature of the beast. That's just yeah. What and then you also take into account that he reboot booted the thing, and then because he's such a weak soy boy, he let someone tank their ratings because he didn't have like he was basically their boss but he's such a weak pathetic person that he didn't have the nerve to stand up to this girl who like tanked their entire channel and again I won't rehash it but you know what I'm talking about with the chick that was like ran her mouth for like five minutes and told everybody that if you don't if you're um if you don't like what what she does you're trash we don't play the games people write him up for us like she basically destroyed their their ratings completely and he didn't have the nerve as a boss to do anything about it yeah so and that check out uh check out rgt85 yeah yeah on no, youtube he's decent joe yep. he Honestly, puts up content he puts up he puts up content usually daily yeah he puts out a video or two a day and, we, uh, we were supposed to interview him but he was sick that day yeah yeah um but anyway i tend to watch a lot of the documentary stuff uh, when i watch stuff which um, reminds me, there's a channel on there, like, G-something. I forgot what it, what it was. But all he does is documentaries about Japanese companies and Japanese video games in the 80s and 90s. Uh, you would like it, Nate. I'll, uh, I'll look it up and show it to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, show me. So I put the I put that out of order. I was supposed to do the Dungeon Dragons on this last, so the next one's going to be the physical media. Okay. Um, so sales and physical media copies of video games have dropped quite a bit, according to a new report out of a, uh, the health of video games industry in the U.K., uh, the ease access of digital games has obviously proved to be very um, pressing. Well, yeah, and it's it's super easy. Like I seriously, like I'll only buy. Literally, the only thing I physically buy is probably JRPGs. Yeah, I don't buy digital console games. Like I'll buy them the the digital on like Steam and stuff on the computer. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't like I digital just... because they're going to make you not own your games. Yeah, I, I like That's buying the, the physical for consoles for some reason. Mm. It's the main reason why I don't care for like Game Pass and the only reason why I enjoyed the PS Now thing is because I had a bunch of PlayStation 1 games on it and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I don't like not owning my games and having them removed when they feel like they, they want to remove them. Well, the problem today is that they're, they're, there's nothing on them. Yeah, a lot of the games you actually buy now are not. They're just like it's like a, it's, they're it's passing like to code. download them. Yeah, yeah, it's buying yeah but a, that's a, not a, even a, true though, dude. Like every game I've owned, I haven't even hooked my PlayStation up to the internet. Like hmm. PlayStation, I can 5? play my games. Yeah, I can play my games. I don't know how that's even possible. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible because either. the game you're talking about the wrong companies. Keep in mind, I only buy RPGs, dude. Yeah, you're uh-huh. talking about games. You're talking about companies like fucking Activision. That of course are scamming you at every turn with their shit. So you don't have to download God of War. If I buy God of War, I can play God of War. 
but I haven't bought God of War. Hmm. I've been, I've been, dude. Since I bought that computer, I've been budgeting because I got to pay my, pay back yeah. a chunk of it back. So I'm trying not to spend any money. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So only 10.5 percent of games sold were sold were, were physical games. 10.5 percent. Whew. Like I said, I find it depressing because I know where it leads. Yeah. And it also leads to more games not being done when they're released. That too, yeah. Because they can just push it out, yeah. They don't have to worry about the print. Um, which is one thing that was nice, I would say. PS3 and Xbox 360 was probably the beginning of the era. The really big updates coming and stuff to like day one updates and stuff was probably when that was started. Oh, but oh, there's oh. a number of games that just work and still work to this day on PS3 and Xbox 360. Let's be fair, though. A certain company started the trend of of microtransactions, download, all that shit when they fucking built their uh, system around the internet. Mm. A little company by the name of Microsoft. Yeah, And it's sad because it's ruining some things. Like, for instance, I was talking to uh, some friends, like, because I was playing, like, Eden, like, the Cosmic Cat Story, whatever the hell it's called. Um, Stray? For, huh? Stray? Stray, yeah, the cousin. No. Cosmic cast. No, no, no. It's, an, it's such a wuss. It's an RPG. Go hang with Adam Sessler. It's, <laughs> it's an RPG. Anyway, it's made oh, by... Oh, wait, what? <laughs> it's, made, it's made by the guys who... It's made by the creators of Chrono Trigger. Um, but it's a mobile game, and it's not bad. Oh, it, but, but after oh, you get after no, you get no. into the first after you get into the first two chapters, you can tell that they the core design of it. After you get past that part, it's just a repeatable pay to win to keep on going forward. It's it's and it's it's kind of crap. When I was like, I would I would I personally myself, if he were to if the creator of Chrono Trigger were to make a full RPG and said I'm only releasing it on mobile and you have to pay sixty bucks, if it was a full RPG with no mobile transactions, I would give you sixty bucks for it. I would beg and plead not play it to on your phone. It on mobile. Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. The the phone phones are great to actually play with uh, JRPGs. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. Um, the philosophy that... is the reason why you get those games. They will never release a real game on mobile because mobile isn't designed well, for gaming. It's designed for scamming. Well, no, like the last three times I've played through Crunchyroll, it's my versions on Android. It runs yeah, way, it runs better and it plays that's, better. That's the game. That game wasn't made. If Square made a new Chrono Trigger. For mobile, oh. the new Chrono Trigger would be a scam. Yeah, but I'm saying the, that's yeah, my point. Don't that's... open the door and be like, "Oh, if you make a fuck, give me a 60-hour real RPG on mobile, and I'll buy it." Well, no, I mean, like, it will still be a scam, dude. Well, no, they re like Square actually redesigned the interface to work with a tablet, and it's still the same game. They just designed it so it touch, I mean, touches works better. That's dude, all. I can and prove you wrong. One, I can prove you wrong in one statement. Bravely, yeah. bravely default. Yeah, no, we talked about that game too, and I said that bravely default two was too much like a mobile game, and he was like, "Yeah, you're kind of right." Because that's the goal of yeah. mobile. Yeah. If if mobile didn't exist, bravely default would be a cool handheld on on like DS, and it wouldn't be a scam. Yeah, but because mobile, and I know they're both mobile games, but the mentality of mobile games has infected other games. Yeah, no, you're right. And the the goal is to just rip you off. Yeah, it, it's terrible too. Because I would love, because the writer of Chrono Trigger is a brilliant writer. I would love to just make the third Chrono Trigger game. My God. <laughs> what about this game, uh, Genshin Impact? Genshin Impact is okay, okay? That's one of... I played that on PS4 for a little while. It's flashy gotcha. It is, it is. It's, it's After gotcha. you get past a certain point, it becomes very gotcha repetitive. Gotcha, as in it's it's set up again to just drain money from you. There's yeah. No, like, there's no passion or no anything like that in it. The first couple hours are, but that's about it. 
and then there's yeah. nothing because uh, I was playing that for a little bit. Um, it, it's like what they've done to World of Warcraft because you know Warcraft used to be like you felt the passion that the developers had for the game, and it's gone completely by how do we monetize everything we do. It, it, the players do in this game when when it, when it should be it. about making a game putting your heart and soul making a game releasing it and see if it does well that's it that's the end of your contribution to the game it's over but they don't well, do no, that. The, the, what it should be is that is that the developers are there making passionately making a game to get to to their vision <clears throat> and then the people marketing find a way to make people buy it well, but yeah. what they don't do is find a way to break the game to make people buy it. yeah because yeah. you want to make money they need to develop a real game for mobile and see how that turns out. Not a game that was a console game to mobile. Yeah. So they did. Okay. So they made one real RPG for iOS and then it got ported to Android. Uh, Final Fantasy. It's called Final Fantasy Dimensions. Uh -huh. It's The first game is really good. Okay. It's actually plays like a fairly decent old school, R or what do you call it? Square RPG. Okay. It's absolutely a decent game. Then Dimensions 2 came out and it was mobile shit. I know they, like, this is going way back, but they had, uh, like, Doom RPG and Wolfenstein yeah. RPG. And those, I guess those were pretty good for what they were. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, but, like, right now, mobile mobile games, eh, they're, 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 meh. Yeah. But for now, for our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. Oh the best game ever. <laughs> we're, we're, we are sponsored by something. I have stopped watching people I like because of that. <laughs> we are sponsored by something much greater than this coffee. And we'll get to that in a second. So like we're Raid Shadow Legends, and I'm like, well, it was nice listening to you at the Gundam. Your videos were funny. <laughs> we did that. we did I get actually, an email saying that we could get uh, sponsored by them. I have I have Oh well I'll sell out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I won't sell out. Oh, I think you people misunderstand my jokes. I will totally sell out. Oh my god. Anyway. Get me out of the fucking dungeon. Give me like a house. <laughs> anyway. I'll, I'll do a campaign based on Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, my God. Streamed live from his uh, fire tablet. Anyway. <laughs> so, Dungeons & Dragons community signs letter protesting controversial OGL changes. Grim knows a whole lot more about this, so yeah. I'll let him take this story away. First, I'd, I'd like to make a statement. Um... To all you bootlicker pieces of shit out there who are going onto forums and Reddit and on Twitch and on Facebook and telling people that are worried about it to shut up and it won't be that bad. You know nothing about how some of these companies work. I'll once again refer you to World of Warcraft to explain to you how a company starts in one place and ends up in the shitter. Okay? Hmm. Um, I don't know anything about legal. I can tell you the basic premise from what I can gather is that Wizards of the Coast is trying to put together a new license agreement. They have this thing called the o OGL, Open Gaming License. Mm -hmm. And it's what gave rise to all these different D&D systems, but stuff like uh, Pathfinder and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And what they're trying to do through legal bullshit and scamming is effectively make a new one that automatically um, makes the old one null and void so in other words once they put this new one out people who make content for D, D will have will not be able to do it under the old license they'll have to apply, uh, agree to the new license and the new license is like 30 40 percent of your of your revenue we own the content so whatever you make we can sell and we own it 
completely. Mm-hmm. You don't own the rights to any of it. It's a bunch of other shady shit. There, people expect that this is going to lead to them trying to shut down um, other virtual tabletops mm-hmm. like Rollnet and shit because they have their own coming out. Yeah. Um, um, that's the basic details I've gathered from it. Yeah, it's it's basic corporate garbage that I've seen, and that's they actually. This is the sad thing. Uh, when you get your MVP, this is the shit they teach you, which is sad to do to companies. Um, they they teach basically big management and uh, like global management this kind of tactic. Oh, hey, like they see D&D. You're streaming D&D. They're like, well, all these people are creating their own campaigns and stuff. Well, this they're, made it, they're making it from our content. Well, we own part of that then, right? And then that's the mentality they get to. And it's really sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that, really, really that's sad. Also why, that's also why Pathfinder is so confusing to a degree because in pathfinder 2 they updated they upped the game and changed the terminology for everything that's why you see like um will throw instead of like saving throws and shit yeah because they know if they can get around the terminology then they can't do anything because there's no court of law in the world that's going to allow them to copyright dice. Yeah. No, the same thing actually happened um, to, not exactly, but to Star Wars. Um, because one of the things that George Lucas used to love seeing over the years is fan-made movies, right? Yep. And then once Disney bought it, they started going after people that were making the fan-made movies. And it took George Lucas stepping up and going, I, this, this is not what I signed off on. You need to let these people do their thing. And they yep. stopped. Because it, it, It's called... It's... It's like go woke, uh, yeah. go woke, go broke, but it's a different form of it. It's, like it's they, sad. They're destroying their own fan base by doing this. Yeah, they are. And the funny part is what they're doing, they think is going to hurt all these other companies, but all it's going to do is make them stronger. Like, I hate to break it to you, D&D, but people are just going to switch to Pathfinder. The content makers are just going to make content for Pathfinder. Yeah, they the will. The only reason why Pathfinder is not as big is because it doesn't have its critical role that picked it up off the ground, and because the, the um, it doesn't get as much content because it's only like very few people making content for Pathfinder. Yeah, because it's, but that shit's going to change when you chase away all the D and D people. Exactly, and that seems like that's what they're doing because you notice with all the the D and D movie, the D and D incorporation, and everything they even incorporated like merge gathering because they're owned by Wizards of the Coast. Well, Hasbro owns them. Um, you can see all these big corporate decisions they're doing just to siphon in a little bit more money. It's, it's like sad. oh, we're gonna get big, slightly bigger again because it's of sad. this and uh, Stranger Things. Let's start fucking people over. Yeah, yeah. Not understanding it's that really if they sad. want if they want to grow their base. Instead of worrying about how to fuck people over, they should be worrying about who they can collaborate with to make, like, crazy content. Maybe sit down with with Blizzard and go, hey, we'd like to license the World of Warcraft world to do a couple of D&D books based on Azeroth. Yeah. That will get you some more people. Hey, Marvel, we want to do a spinoff of D&D books based on the Marvel Universe. It's not freaking hard, but it would cost them more money to do that than it would to just try to screw people over it's it's easier to screw people over and they can just siphon in money and go look how, look our net worth is so much more yeah until you bomb yeah so like i i, I explained uh-huh. to the guys at work and i'll basically reiterate to you guys i don't plan on switching the con the campaigns over but if they get to the point where they make it so like foundry has to remove the dnd 5e rules the the free rules that someone put up there over copyright and we can no longer use them then i'll have to mm. 
Um, although when so, we did that like battle royale, the I didn't mind the mechanics for Pathfinder at all. No, Pathfinder is excellent, and it's nowhere near as complicated as as it looks. Yeah, it's a thing, and I explained this to Nick because he was really worried about it. The thing to remember is that the guy who did the Pathfinder mod for for Foundry is much more organized than me. So, for example, my spells will say like um, free uh, ray of frost grants disadvantage on a target, mm-hmm. and it will just say grants disadvantage on the target it hits. In the Pathfinder one, it's got an actual link to an effect that you can open and read what the effect does. And that makes every tooltip a little more complicated. Mm. So when you see them, you get confused. But at the end of the day, they all work the same as they do in D&D. It's just that there's a tooltip there because I don't make tooltips mm. that someone else made for you to read and figure out what you're doing. It's it's really not that complicated. No, no, it really wasn't. I had fun playing the pathfinder battle royale um so that'd be fine if we had to switch over yeah, and you also this. got the broken character too oh. <laughs> like I, I after doing some research like slytherin was pretty broken uh it was fun yeah. to, I, I, literally, gonna... I literally walked up somebody and was like i'm stabbing them we're, we're talking about <coughs> doing a. we're talking about doing a mini campaign that's hmm. gonna be like four or five sessions yep once I get my new computer, so I don't know who's going to be in it yet, but if you have time and you can, you can definitely check it out. Because I want to test it, because I plan on using it when one of these other campaigns ends. So I want to get a couple of test mini games in. Hmm. Think of them like um, OVAs to an overarching story. Okay. That's basically what I'm doing. Yeah, that's fine. So. That can be interesting. Yeah. So I don't know all the details, I just know that this is getting kind of bad. A lot of companies are worried. A lot of people that make things are worried about it. Well, it's the big schmucky schmucks over at Hasbro is yeah. who's doing it. Well, I, I mean, the people that make content are really worried about it. And the hardcore D&D fans are being assholes and pretending like it isn't a problem, not understanding that mm. a company doesn't go through this trouble unless it has a purpose. Mm. They, 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 they got lawyers up the ass working on this. They're doing it for a reason, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you need to fucking wake up and realize this. Oh, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, it's sad, but that's what it is, though. Um, but, yeah, and if you want to check us out on D&D, streaming live every other Saturday, not this Saturday, but the Saturday after this, we'll be streaming live D&D again on yep. the Wild Arms campaign. Um, on Bazinga's channel and on my channel. Yes. So, yeah. And hopefully it will be running much smoother when, when it comes time. This new computer should make it much easier for me to run all of this. Hmm. I don't know. It runs fairly well. For I've never had any problems with No, dude. You trust. The reason why is because I've cut back what I want to do. Oh. Like, you have to... So, <clears throat> you got to look at it like this. First of all, my computer isn't good enough to run the game with seven people in it with all the effects I want. Mm-hmm. But then Mitch's computer is not good enough to run any effects. So that slows stuff down too. Once I get my new computer and this one gets repaired and gets fixed and goes to him, then I'll be able to have rain effects, lightning effects, weather effects in the maps along with spell effects and we won't have the massive latency problem that I had before. I turned them off. Mm. So you don't see as many spell effects because it was causing like issues yeah. with lag. 
Yeah. Oh, we actually forgot a topic, but that's right though. I'll get into the one game I wanted to talk about. All right. Uh, well, two. Anyways. Well, two games. Uh, well, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom are coming out in May. Okay, I can't wait for. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to that. Um. So, but um, I'm obviously I'm huge. I'm super excited for uh, what do you call it? Street Fighter Six. Um. The main. Well, I'm kind of disappointed because we weren't getting the mechanic I thought we were gonna get. Because if people don't know, do you know the consistency of where the storyline goes in what order? It doesn't no, go. No. It doesn't go. Dude, in order. Nobody follows the storyline in Street Fighter U Tool. You're the only one. It doesn't go in order the way you like the way the games are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter Six is going to be the furthest in the storyline, but three is the one before this. Okay. So Street Fighter Three was the one right before this, and that's the one I love. Street Fighter Three. I think Street Fighter Three was one. Third Strike was one of the best games ever made because of the combo. The what do you call it, the counter system? Okay. Um, I was hoping they were going to bring that back, but they didn't completely. Um, but they did finally add, they're adding a whole bunch more moves to main characters in uh, Street Fighter 6 because it's at yeah, the end. Uh, it's at Ken, the end of the... Ken and Ryu both fight differently now. Yeah, Apparently, well, Ken's... They have like three or four new moves. Yeah, because this is at the, at the end of the timeline now. So we're where they're at their best. Um, Ken is on the run from, uh, because he's been, they, there's a whole big scandal that came out that he was working with the mob and everything else. And he actually wasn't, so he's on the run. No, he had, he's wears red. Everybody hates him because he's a Republican. Oh my god! Um, so yeah, he kind of he looks like a hobo in the game, but that's only because he's on the run. Wow. Um, yeah, because only hobos. And look they like brought that. back. So the reason why they didn't have his like crazy super move in the other games was because Street Fighter Three was at the end of the timeline, so they couldn't yet. So in Street Fighter Six, he's going to have his crazy super move, which is awesome. Okay. Which is like this yeah, weird Tenkan Newtson. I don't know. I'm excited. And there's people, a, people like a Street Fighter because, because it's a community, dude. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Street Fighter is not the deepest game in the world, fighting game in the world, and it's not the best fighting game anymore. But the FC, FCG fighting F- game community, yeah, the FCG, yeah, yeah. the FG, FGC yeah. has has kept Street Fighter alive and turned it into a phenomenon because people love these things, like, uh, like CEO. Uh, EVO, EVO Japan. People love this shit now. That's what keeps Street Fighter going. Like Nate's psyched for the story, hooray for him. But everybody else is like, dude, I can't wait for all the changes because that's going to mean when I'm playing, it's going to be better. And whoever I'm watching is going to, you know, it's like new shit I get to watch people pull off. I didn't know it was even possible. Yeah. Well, it isn't because you're watching pros do new shit. It isn't confirmed yet, but it's supposedly almost confirmed that what do you call it? Rollback should be on there from day one. Oh my god! I hope so. (laughs) Holy shit! Okay, so when you're playing a game, so you know when you would know in a first-person shooter when you shoot somebody, you clearly shoot them, and then all of a sudden they shoot you and kill you, and you're like, I just shot them. Mm -hmm. That's bad netcode. If it was rollback in a shooter. It would actually compute properly to where the game would actually know. Okay, that guy shot this guy first. Um, with rollback netcode, it'll actually roll back so that when the characters are coming at each other, they know who hits who first, not just straight data. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, the thing to remember is that fighting games are by far the hardest to netcode for. They are. Because of the split-second timing to yeah. reaction for blocking and countering and stuff. Yeah. And rollback is basically the best thing to ever be invented for yeah. those because before it, fighting online was ridiculously bad yeah which was why i should know i worked my ass off to get extremely good in freaking uh dead or alive online oh yeah alive too oh yeah 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 dead or alive too did i ever tell you that that series is dead completely now 
Dude, oh, did wow. I ever tell you that I used to play that game with a guy who at one point was on G4 TV on one of the turn on a uh, like a tournament they did for uh, that game? Who? So I used suck? to play that game with a guy who called himself Tom Brady. There was the guy was Yeah, oh. there was Tom Brady, there was Midnight, and there was a guy called Crazy Likes, and Crazy Likes played the old man. After like four years after that had come out on 360 and I had been playing it and 360 was dead and I was on PlayStation, I saw them doing like a tournament on G4 TV and the dude Crazy Legs was in the top eight playing it. Oh, no shit. And I was like, holy shit, I don't know if that's the guy, but Crazy Legs playing drunken old man, that might be the guy. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever happened to Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, there's some exciting things going on. Um, and obviously there's supposed to be new expansions actually coming out for Dragon Ball Fighter too. So it's going to be a cool year. Um, but that being said, this is the end of the gaming portion. As we move on to technology, we'd like to tell you about our sponsor. And if you're a fan of coffee and I don't have any coffee today cause I drank it before I got here, but I normally do. Well, I didn't have uh deadly grounds coffee, but I do actually have some more coming in the mail. But if you don't know who deadly grounds coffee are, here they are. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Not to mention, we are a multi-award nominated and now an award-winning podcast. So we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons. I don't know, help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplan. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. So anyway, so those are the couple podcasts you can check out. There's a bunch more over the Darkening Podcast Network, but if you're a fan of podcasts like myself, go check them out. There's a bunch there. As we move on to technology and pop culture, let's see what the heck everybody's been checking out for the beginning of the first week of 2023. There isn't a whole lot. There is some disturbing news in here and there, but that's what it is, though. Uh, what is everybody been checking out, though? I think we lost Grim. 
No, I just don't watch uh, oh. TV, really. Oh. God. And also, I'm on the phone with my lawyer because he said we got a sponsor, and I ain't seen no check yet. We uh, haven't either, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, my lawyer says imaginary checks count, too, so you guys owe me $222 million cut. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my bad. No, uh, let me see. Um, I made Aaron watch uh, Demon Hunter, uh, Demon Slayer. Oh. oh. And she liked it. Oh. And I'm happy that she liked it. Um, next, I'm going to make her watch the new uh, Bleach, since that got dubbed right away. Um, I have yet to watch the the new episode of uh, Vinland Saga, because I don't want to... It's only one episode at a time. Oh, you want to watch them all at once? Well, is the whole yeah, thing... Or well, good, I, good oh. chunk of them. Is, it, is that real? Because I didn't even look into it completely. Is it no, being... that's 100% real, dude. No, 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 no. I mean, is it being released internationally, or, they, or, this, is a, or is this a secondary release? What do you mean secondary? Like, for instance, like Vinland Saga, like I just download the Japanese ones and put them on. The, those are the ones on the server. Um, if the Japanese ones are already out, I'll just get those in. That's what it is. The, it's the Japanese subversion. They're simulcasting. Oh, Each okay. That's, that's, what I mean, that's what I mean. Simulcasting, yeah. Yeah, on okay, Netflix. Cool. It's simulcast okay. on Netflix. Oh, cool. That's sweet then. I guess it's their first, first time doing it or something, but yeah. So I'm just waiting like a month and then I'll watch them all. Oh. Um, anything else that, uh, me and Aaron watched the entirety of the peripheral. Peripheral is really Ending good. was a little confusing. Okay. Because I, I didn't pay attention enough because I'm, I'm me. And <laughs> that, I always, and I'm it's crazy because like I've been on the for, on the Reddit forums for that show because ever since I watched the season because you're, we're having a clash between the book readers and the TV show readers because the book's fairly different. Um, and a lot of people are getting lost. Um, and they, and one of the big things is the writer said, he's like, if I were to translate the book word, almost word for word into a script, people would be super confused. And he's right. The book is, it's, it's not like Neil. Well, here's the thing. I, here's the thing, Nate. I don't, I don't believe him and I don't care because these writers take liberty all the time. And then they just say that every time is their go-to excuse. Mm. So I don't care what the director had to say. I will say, from my own point of view, that I enjoyed the show, except for the bald black chick and the funny-looking man-jaw guy. Those two are the most annoying characters in the world. Oh. Um, Um, Every other character's cool, but those two characters are goddamn stupid and annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Then me and Aaron started watching the... We watched the first three episodes of uh, 1923. 1920 oh wait i did that is the yeah that is the mini series yeah yeah did you watch the one yeah did you watch one before that though no we did not watch one before that this is the first one or something yeah Yeah, this is the first one i watched because i like the setting and Mm. i am enjoying the hell out of this show like i I love the the setting dude i keep watching it and i'm like can i just get a tv show based on this dude i figured his name the one that's in that the one that was in africa I haven't watched it, so. You, well, Harrison Ford has multiple kids. One's in Africa, okay. all right? And he's like a, a hunter in Africa. And I'm like, this setting is fucking great. Can I just have a, a, a TV show about this dude traveling around Africa, hunting lions and shit? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great setting. The cinematography is beautiful for the scenes. 
Um, so we started watching that. We're enjoying that. And I also watched the first like four episodes of Reacher, which I'm really enjoying too. Oh, that was good. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the, the terminal list yet, dude? Oh, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that whole, that, that show was good. The only part that was hilarious was the part where he blew the mountain up because no. it felt so unrealistic. Well, that, no, the, the funny part is when he fell down the mountain and, and teepeed the, the <laughs> he broke yeah. in half and then he's just sitting there making yeah, a tent th- i'll give you that but also oh. that is accurate that is accurate to the book tony <laughs> camper and i were cracking up we're like this guy's like invincible he literally broke in half and he's just walking away from it yeah oh, we but the rest up. of the show was pretty damn oh good. yeah no it was fun I, that was a season i think they're making another yeah, season yeah yeah there's more books <clears throat> i've already read the first book so i'm just waiting on the next book but uh nate won't watch that because he doesn't like the actors i do not like chris pratt <laughs> i'm not a fan of that right. <laughs> let me guess um the news told you he was a dick, so you gotta pretend he's a dick. No, I just think he's a bad actor. Well, but... that's wrong. <laughs> that's fucking hilariously wrong. This one was really good because, like, he was really in the military. He's right. an ec- he's an excellent actor. Um, he would have been a great Indiana Jones, but we're probably gonna oh, get yeah. that ugly bimbo as Indiana Jones after this one's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Terminal List is an excellent show. Yeah, it was it was it was good. I'm excited to see the next season because of how good it was. I want to see him break in half a couple more times and walk away from it. Oh my God. Uh, like I said, that part is uh, that part's a little overboard. The landslide. But the rest of it's cool. When he shoots that dude, dude, there's an entire chapter explaining. You know when he shoots the dude on the road that's coming at him? He's yeah. up on the mountain. There's an entire chapter explaining the, the detailed intricacies of how the sniper rifle works and how he how he aimed it oh, yeah, so that yeah. the bullet would hit the fucking target mm. and how it... It was designed so it would shatter on impact with bone, so it shattered throughout his entire body, making it impossible for him to live through it and shit. Like, they go through some detail on that shit. Yeah. Other than that, nothing else. You go first. I'm just checking to make sure this worked. Oh, you make it. Oh, okay. Oh, anyway. It did. Okay. okay. So I'll just go. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I was. It did. Make, I'll go. I, I want to make sure the audio was working. Um,. So I caught up on a few things. Like I finished eighteen ninety nine. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, that's a mind blow. <laughs> I was gonna watch that, but as soon as I heard they canceled it, I decided not to because I don't want to get into it and then you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Really good. Uh, the way the way it ended, you could you could treat it as it was an yeah. ending. Well, yeah, it could be treated as an ending. Um, like I but said, it's not. Like I said, for me watching that show after the first episode, we knew what they were in. Um, but then they kept on giving kind of red herrings going, Oh, maybe they're not, maybe they're not, maybe they're not, maybe they're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then by the end, by the fifth episode, I was like, no, they are in, they're definitely in one. There's no way they're not. Yeah. Um, what are they in? What are they in? Do you want me to spoil it for you? I'm not going to watch it, dude, because they canceled right, it. So I'll let everybody listen to this podcast. So this is about to be a spoiler for the show. 1899. If you want to skip ahead on the podcast, you're more than welcome to. I completely understand that. But this is a spoiler. This is your warning. Three, two, one. So in 1899, they are in a simulation. I, I do that right away. Um, so the, like, yep. there's a big, there's a clue right in the very first scene when she's getting her food. Uh, when yeah. they're at the table, when they're in the big hall getting dinner. Uh-huh. Um, if you watch when the girl goes to sip her tea, it gives a wide shot. Every single person, person sips it at the same and time. And I'm like, they're NPCs. Oh, yeah. I was like, they're NPCs. And then obviously the big giveaway, the second episode shows them watching on monitors. I'm like, okay, you're, they're in a simulation. And then by after they move the ship, and then by the fifth one. Uh, where it showed the other world, like the other part of it, I was like, oh yeah, they're definitely in a simulation. Only thing I didn't know is that was a simulation within a simulation, but that's a whole other thing. 
Um, but I loved so that end scene, like the end scene. I didn't look up who the creator for the set was. It was either inspired or they got him to help the creator of the uh, alien sets. Okay, which was inspired by H.R. Geiger's work, who actually originally did work. That's a freaking amazing. Yeah, the um, H.R. Geiger is easily my favorite artist, like of all time. He's amazing. Um, but yeah, the the I saw that when it came when the screen turned, I was like, "Are we watching aliens? What's going on here?" It was that was it, so different. It was that's what the Matrix should be. <laughs> like it reminded me of the Matrix because oh. they're all in their little pods and they're going through a simulation. Uh, simula- yeah, simula- but, the, but the set design was more like I'm like, are the are the uh, are the aliens gonna show up now? Yeah, I knew something. And the fact wasn't going right because they kept like going into chambers and ending up in like a big world. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a lot of tying because it makes you wonder if it was like slightly inspired. Like some things were from aliens. Like Prometheus mm. was oh, distinctly yeah. inspired by like the, like the ship the that the ship, the ship the, in the first aliens that was uh, destroyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot. Of... Prometheus was so bad, huh? <laughs> um, like, so I watched that. Depressing. I I watched uh, there was this game. Well, uh, what the hell was it called? The Recruit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, it's like a CIA CIA guy. He's a lawyer, yeah. a CIA lawyer, for the, to to like say they get things in the mail and they're like, hey, I'm gonna release this information. I think he's got to look into that and other you know other lawyer stuff. But he ends up being like in the middle of all these gunfights and shit because oh. you know, oh yeah, that's realistic. But whatever. Um. So, uh, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. But that, then the last episode happened. I was like, oh shit, this cliffhanger. And then I went, oh shit, I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> It's going to get canceled. Yep. <laughs> Netflix sucks. Netflix really does suck. They um, put out, well, they put out great shows and then they cancel them. Yeah. That's what well, sucks about Well, keep them. in mind, it's not. It's probably not on purpose. It's probably people aren't watching them. Oh, no. Well, no, no. Like, for instance, like, 1899 was canceled. And, like, because I follow the director on every social media, he put up the numbers on his social media, the numbers they were getting. And they were ahead of every single show on Netflix. Every single show. Dude, it's not about just being ahead. It's about the numbers versus the cost to make the show. That Look, I I hate to break it to you because people live in this freaking delusion. The people on Netflix are not going, oh, we have a hit in our hands. Let's cancel it. That's not how it works. No, no, no. If they're canceling the show, There's it's because it, it cost them too much money to make and didn't make the money. It's not making the money back. And they want to spend it on something else. Make... What? Or they want to spend it on like another show. Yeah, yeah. But something no. else they'll think they think is going to be successful in comparison to what isn't. Well, do you know what rolling Netflix is rolling out right now? What the no the they're disabling password sharing. See, I don't know how that works when you. So the way it's going to work, the, uh, it's happened to already. When you you get a notification on your Netflix account and telling you to select a primary device, you select that primary device, and that is the only device you can use your Netflix on. Yeah, but what about the one where you pay the extra? To have multiple accounts. Yeah, so if you pay the extra multiple accounts, like I think they said you can the new subscriptions the way it's gonna work is you can have up to three, but it's gonna be fairly expensive to get three. To get See, three. I, don't, I don't know, because uh, right now um, we, we we do it and we have like five. Yeah, no, so do we. So we share like <coughs> of our Netflix accounts we share with uh, her dad. Um and then like vice versa. They share we share our Hulu account kind of thing. But how does um, that like how does that work if you go out of uh out of town or use a VPN? Uh, you can't. You have to log in. You have to authenticate with your primary device. So you won't be able to use a VPN anymore. No. See, that's. I don't know if that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. So. Good news is it doesn't matter because I don't watch them on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I uh, watched that. Um, 
I watched that that pearl blue pale blue eyes pale blue eyes pale blue eyes I don't the pale blue eyes it's uh I don't know what that is it, it came out on Netflix it's uh one of the guys from Harry Potter plays Edgar Allan Poe ooh that could be cool I have to watch it that was then. it was Oh, it was blue. <laughs> you'll you'll love it. You'll say it's the best fucking movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, because you're Nate and your opinion but, on everything is terrible. Oh. It's got that dark, shitty atmosphere. Okay. Like. And uh, but yeah, it was it's about murder and stuff. Uh, what's in the movie? Played Batman was in it. He was the main character there. There's a lot of people that play Batman. The, the new, the not not Ben Affleck. The man Batman. who played fake Batman. Patterson? No, no, not him. Oh. <laughs> the fact that you said that proves that I'm right. Oh my god. Anyway. You knew who I was talking about when I said fake Batman. No, the one before that. The Um, what's his face? The guy who was in equilibrium. Yeah, he um, him. Well, whatever his name is, he yeah, was yeah, in it. Yeah. But it was okay. It wasn't yeah. hmm. It was a it was like a murder mystery. It was interesting. That's could be cool. I still have to watch a Glass Onion. Oh my god, I need to watch Glass Onion. Yeah, I don't care about that crap. Oh my god! Knives out. Knives out. Knives out was one for the new Daredevil anymore. Knives out was worry about that. Absolutely one of the best movies ever made. And then like I've been waiting like a year. No, it wasn't. Jesus Christ, man! Stop. In uh, National Treasure, I, it's okay. It's fun. I like it. No, God, no. It's good. I like it. No, it feels just like the old one. If it doesn't have Nicolas Cage in it, no. Well, Nicholas Cage I don't probably care wanted if they too were much like, money. He's he's busy I, playing Dracula, which we're going to cover at the end, of this, don't at the end care of this episode. What excuse they gave you because they're lying to you, Bazinga? They oh, I don't know. Nick, they they could say they went to Nicholas Cage and he was like, I. They were like, I want. He wanted too much money. They're lying. They wanted to base it in of kids? diversity check marks, which is oh, why you got oh, a yeah. female lead. Is her name? Is she a Gates? No. So they didn't have the respect to do that. But also, if they did, they'd still be hypocrites. But like, they, 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 they do have like the, daughter the, or the other guy sister or something. It. The other guy was in it. Yeah, but I mean, it's I don't know. no, no. They should. It did, this is what I mean by bad, lazy writing. Because what they should have done was go, Nick. We'd like to get you for like two episodes, and we'll tell a story of you, an apprentice you've been training for a while, and you get killed, and she is continues on the legacy. That would actually help. I would still be mad. But at least I'd understand, like, oh, they're trying to pass the torch. They're not even trying to pass the torch. It's just like, we're just taking it. He doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's not, like, he doesn't actually cost a whole, whole, like, he costs a lot to he get. He still has to pay off his uh, debt, right? He still has to pay yeah, his yeah, debt. Yeah, he's cage, dude. He'll do it for a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, Have you no, seen Vault in Wonderland or whatever the heck it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's no, it's true. Like, But the thing is, though, he, if you watch interviews outside of that, he's actually fairly wholesome. He's like, I've. it's cool because I have a cool opportunity to check out and, like, do these roles I never would have done and he's doing a lot of other roles where he's not getting a whole lot of money but it's fun roles he's playing like the pig and stuff yeah i do so, have a quick question since we're talking tv is anybody going to check out the last of us show supposedly it's like, like i'm gonna check best. i am definitely gonna check it out obviously but it starts whether i like it i don't week. know <laughs> supposedly it's considered a condensed story so they're gonna cut out a lot but again see that's what i'm talking what is you don't how do you that's what they said. They said it's a condensed Dude, story. But that's what I'm talking about. These people are so fucking stupid. There's only two Last of Us games. There may be a third one. They're working on a third one. Yeah. So that means that if they do, they could probably do four seasons on the first two se- on the first two games. Yeah. 
So how, why do you need to condense it? I've played Last of Us. It's a 15-hour game. The, it is not, it doesn't need to be condensed at all. This is what I mean by these lazy writers. They claim condensed, but what they mean is we cut stuff so we can do stuff we want. Because if you think about that game, you have Joel meeting Ellie, them escaping the city, them meeting up with her, her brother, them going to the dam, them showing up, the, up at the at the museum, her getting kidnapped, and then them and, and then them arriving arriving at the Firefly camp. You could do that in eight fucking episodes, people. Mm. You don't need to cut anything. Yeah, they're well, supposedly they're gonna co they're covering the whole first game, but they, it's gonna be condensed. They said so. Yo, you, HBO's The Last of Us stays true to the game and hits just as hard. No, we'll see. We'll see. All, all I'm saying is I cannot believe that they would even met. They can't go. Well, we don't really need to condense much because if if you look at the story beats of that game, we could fit all of that into the eight season thing. Like it, it's the laziest bullshit in the world. I'm so tired of it. Well, it's like the uh, the, the Shenmue uh, series. They put the first game in the first series. Did they condense anything? No, it was like watching the game. The only thing exactly. They condensed, I didn't have to because watch like hours of forklift driving. You know. <laughs> yeah. If you if you know if you pay attention at all, you don't have to condense these games. You could do a a like the Witcher. Actually, it was the first. Three. It was the first two games were in the in the in the first season. You could do The Witcher three in one season too if you cut if you just pay attention to the main story. Or maybe it was two because seasons. I don't know. Whatever. You know where the arcs are. Mm -hmm. Like you know what you need to cover. The idea that they have to cut from a game that's ten hours long, it, it just shows that these people wanted to do their own shit because it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Yeah, it's it's sad. All right, but anyway, so <laughs> one show I've been checking out is actually fairly decent. Uh it's called Kindred. Uh, so far, I've watched like the first four episodes. It's actually really interesting, uh, and it loosely kind of involves time travel in a way, but it's kind of interesting. And there's like this, she has like this kind of like a male character with her. He's kind of doofy in a way. Um, of course, male character um, has to be an embarrassment. Well, no, he does remind me. No offense to you, because you're an older millennial, but the younger millennials, he reminds me of. Yeah, because they make. They make male characters an embarrassment. No, no, like he literally reminds me. No, he, he literally reminds me of people I've worked with. Like yes, to Nate, a T, to a T. Because because for the past <laughs> twenty years, they have made male characters doofy idiots to play up the female characters, and now the teenagers and young adult men are doofy idiots <laughs> because they've been influenced by the TV they watch. Yeah. Um, have you watched Kaleidoscope? No, I need to watch that. I don't Did understand. Did you ever watch Arcane? Or should I just punch you in the face? Yeah, Arcane was good. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, Kaleidoscope, supposedly, I really need to watch that. And the episodes are not in order. No matter, every time you watch it, and everybody that watched it, the episodes are in different order. Yeah, that's what which I is really that's cool. what it says. I'm like, is that true? I'm, I was, I'm completely lost in the whole show. And that's, I think it's going to be the first time Esposito plays a good guy, which is interesting. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he never plays a good guy. Um, but no, Kindred, it's, it's really neat. Like, it's spontaneous to her. Like, she just... Boom, and she's in like 1835 uh, in, on a plantation. Know nothing about that. And it's like, whoa, what? Where? Where am I? And it's really, it's really bizarre. Uh, and then there's like the neighbors are really nosy. She has because she just moved to this house in LA. Um, and the neighbors, I swear, every time I see them come on screen, remind me of the Marcy's from Matter to Children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and they're just as nosy and bad. And uh, yeah, uh, it's too funny. Because you got this really nosy like chick who's like, oh, but things are happening over there. Then the guy was like kind of like a vitamin D type guy. He's like, oh, it's fine. But yeah, it's it's too amusing though. 
Um, All right, I really going. like the show. Anyway, so let's get into this first topic. So, George Holtz wants to make driving chill with next gen uh, Coma Three hands free driving assist. Um, if you don't know who James George Holtz is, he actually uh, he was one of the first ones to hack an iPhone, jailbreak an iPhone, as oh. well. Um, and he was one of the main people doing it for years. And then he, uh, Apple sued him because <laughs> he found out they found out who he was um, because he was dumb and made himself public. Um, but they sued him, and then he had to agree never to jailbreak another iPhone. And that was it, uh, which is fine. But now he also he was working for the main corporation, well, the main part of Tesla that was making the software. Um, and he recently he fired himself as CEO. Yeah. Um, basically to give himself more creative control so he could go and work more on the actual hands-on with the code and stuff versus being a guy that sits back and watches. yeah exactly um, so he's working on coma 3 um, is it coma or is it comma comma 3 coma yeah, 3 whatever it's it's like comma. Comma, yeah. he's working uh, on his third coma <laughs> anyway. yeah so yeah and obviously heavy drinking dude so and the idea is that this is actually going to be able to plug into any other smart car mm-hmm. possibly What's well, gonna make it autopilot? Um, it will make it autopilot, but it also, at the least, it's going to make the um, the basically it comes down to the cameras and the software he wrote for the cameras and stuff that allow for basically scanning lanes and everything else as you're driving. It's a lot more precise. Um, the accuracy is way up there because you want to improve like vastly over uh, comma two, um, which there are some problems with here and there. Um, and the one thing they change is that in this one, it does, it can connect to GPS to look at where you are, but it's not relying on it. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because one of the problems from the other versions, it was relying on the GPS and say if like the actual state, state city, town or construction was going on, it might not be always noticing. It would notice it too late. So what it prioritizes is it prioritizes the cameras and the sensors first so that when you're driving, it actually takes that data and goes, okay, this is actually what's in front of me compared to what's actually showing online. So I have to follow what's in the road first and go accordingly from there to see where I am. Uh, it didn't say in this article, but it sounded like the way he made it sound like it actually can read street signs and stuff too, which is kind of cool. Um, especially with like the changes that come on, like for instance, like on our own highways recently, um, because they're changing it from the uh, federal mandate to change all highways to mile markers instead of exit co- instead of exit numbers. Um, oh, we're yep. still con- it's still confusing me every time I drive down ninety five. Yeah, like I see exit seven, and it's actually exit three, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just a matter of getting used to it. Um, and those things obviously could screw up. Uh, like I say, day to day, the only thing they they need they need to develop these things in like a snow climate. Once they do that, then they can figure out how this AI driving will work, <laughs> because nothing it can't figure out snow. Well, do you see that guy that's getting uh, sued because they he okay his Tesla drove off the road, yeah, with his kids in it. Oh jeez, um, and he tried to claim the AI did it. Oh, they analyzed the data, analyzed it. The, there was actually a camera nearby watching the car too. Um, they could see he was actually in the driver's seat, um, and they showed the well, program never made that turn. He physically did it. Oh, so he completely lied and tried to say the car drove himself off the road. 
just to try to sue Tesla. Well, I saw this other thing where a cop was trying to sue somebody for, I mean, not sue, give somebody a ticket or a citation for a smoker. No, not driving their car with the correct uh, wheel attire or something like that. And I'm like, and everybody's like, yeah, they should have chains. And I'm like, we don't, we're not, it's against the law here to have chains. Yeah, you can't have (laughs) chains in Rhode Island. I guess in some states you can still have chains. Yeah, but I'm like because the reason why most states have outlawed it because it tears up the pavement. Oh yeah, it destroys it. That's Um, why you can't really have dirt bikes. Yeah, Um, and they're not going to pay to redo their streets. Yeah, that's way more expensive than just telling you. Yeah, but let's be real, they don't pay to redo their streets anyway. Oh, I know that, (laughs) but I'm just saying though. Oh, I don't know. They redid mine, which is great now. Yeah, (laughs) somewhat. Yeah, took a while, but well, it was a disaster when they were doing it. I got yeah. stuck in between two groups doing yeah, the road. Okay. I yelled at the cops. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Because I drove past one. He let me by, and then I couldn't get past the next one. And I'm like, I just came past one. Well, <laughs> yeah. you can't go this way. Well, that one I can't get past either. What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to fuck off and like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. It's about time for me to go. All right. All I got to right. eat and get ready for Ash. So, yeah, I think this is promising. The fact that the main coder didn't go ahead and take the CEO job and just go, he stayed as he, he stepped down and wanted to be just the coder. So the code actually works. So it so actually it, runs right. Basically, the whole, if no one else can do it right, I'll just, I have to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, he is the brains. He's yeah, the yeah, most, yeah. It's his corporation. Yeah. Um. So he's the one behind it. Like, why do you have it? You can hire other coders, but you're the brains behind the operation. You should be running the code. Um. But that's a whole nother, yeah. That's a whole nother thing, though. The people that want to be CEOs are just lazy fucks. So they just well, that's the problem with like everything in general. Like right now, like with the everybody, like the rate of pay everybody gets and stuff like that. Mm. It's the CEOs are making so much money. Oh yeah, yeah all the all stop. the higher ups are making way too much money. Oh yeah, the greed is like it's actually starting. It's really sickening. Yeah, and their paycheck does not justify their job at no, all. No, it doesn't. Not even close. Yeah. Like, I understand, so I understand you worked, I'm not saying depending on what they are, but, like, you worked your way up to get that high and, Mm -hmm. you know, to get that high of a position, yada, yada, yada. But, but nobody needs $300 million, you know, (laughs) you know, all at once. If you say, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's a little ridiculous. Well, the thing, okay, so this is their justification. So, the lot of people get promoted because, oh, they thought of this brilliant idea, so we're going to promote them. Okay. What makes you, but you're taking them out of the environment where they thought of that brilliant idea. Why don't you keep them in that environment? Yeah. Just pay them a little more. Yeah. They'll be fine. You don't need a big CEO. Like, like I understand like a few, few million, but like hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, mm, I don't know when they could be just paying everybody better and, or lowering prices somehow they're do- figuring out a way to fix the economy versus just taking all the money okay so a lot of the prices this is, goes back and forth so they're raising prices because they're paying they're paying their workers more but um what they could easily do is not lower their raise their prices and pay their um board people and stuff and their ceos a lot less yeah and oh all the prices could be lowered boom S- something i'm sure there's a, it's a, a an idea that somebody could come up with yeah to make, not make their eggs seven dollars a dozen. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's. Uh, there was a, a little like like a TikTok video of this guy dancing about that his bacon is less than his dozen eggs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and bacon's expensive. Yeah, bacon's expensive. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, so the petite, the petite, 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 petite. The DJI RS3 Mini could be all you need to stabilize your full frame cameras. 
So it's like a smaller gimbal, which is kind of cool. And it actually weighs less. I forget how much less than it weighs than the other one. Um, so, and it involves, so it's 4.4 pounds in weight, which is actually really not bad at all. Um, you can support cameras up to 4.4 pounds. There you go. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I don't think it's that heavy. No, no. Uh, has provided a full list of supported configurations of its on website uh, Canon EOS RF R5s equipped with RF 240 70mm f2.8 uh, stops uh, lenses uh, Sony Alpha S3 S, uh, 7S3 uh, with a 24 7mm and a 20 uh, f2.28 well 0.8 <laughs> it's GM funny because I'm watching this video and it's like the gimbal walk <laughs> the uh, steady cam walk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, without, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, so. Claims that the R RS3 Mini can stabilize, what do you call it, extending zoom lenses without the need to rebalance. Which is kind of cool. You don't have to, re want to recalibrate. That's the thing that depresses. So I've spent a lot of money on camera stuff that we don't use anymore. Well, you have a gimbal. I have a gimbal. Uh, I got a good deal for it. I had a bunch of Best Buy bucks or whatever. Yeah. But uh, we've never used it because it's such a pain in the ass to set up. Like you got to do the the the. What do you cal? You got to calibrate it for the for the weight distribution depending on the lens, or it'll just go. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a pain in the ass. It's a real pain in the ass to use. Well, it's really nice. It's cool to have, but I've never. I used think it's it. a matter of getting used to it and like doing it over and over again. Then you get used to the. Cal. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't really done anything where we would need it i'm not going to really, like bring that to a convention or something like that it's just, no it's not it's yeah. too cumbersome yeah but i'd like to use it if we if anybody wants to help us make a uh, what do you call it an ambitious <laughs> series we'll use the gimbal yeah we yeah we have a gimbal yeah it's it's nice but it's a pain in the butt to use yeah, if you right, don't use it all the time yeah right now we just use our tripod and we just Stabilize and post for the most part. Yeah, uh, which works out sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, the DS, the DJI RS3 Mini is available now for three sixty nine. It may, yeah, yeah, that's pretty quite a bit. Uh, that's, that's cheaper than normal. Usually mm -hmm. they're like four or five. Yeah, right here. Yeah, the five forty nine. Yeah, and the RS3 Pro eight sixty nine. Cool. Yeah, for eight sixty nine, that thing better be butter smooth. I don't know. I think it just holds more weight, right? What what else does it do? Yeah, I know that. But like for eight thirty, like you're paying that much money for just a stabilizer, it better oh, yeah, run yeah. freaking perfect. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's another one that they uh, the another company makes that is a lot cooler than this. Like the, this one has like parts that you do it to hold it differently. Mm -hmm. But the uh, the other one. Uh, it's like a ZUN or something like that. The, the company that makes the one I make, yeah. it's really cool. It's got like this other like handle that that's attached to it where you can hold it like this way and go low. Oh, that's yeah. kind of useful. Yeah, it's really neat. Huh. Interesting. So, okay. RS3. Here we are. So, CES. Some of the top stories out of CES as far as tech goes. So where was this? It's real bad. Yeah, it's called a Weeble. The oh, the Weeble, the Weeble mouse. Yeah, I have seen those. And then they made this uh, the new one that's called a crane. But like, look at that, it's crazy. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, it has a big old like. I also have a cell phone gimbal too. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's got a bunch of shit. I'm sure the cell phone ones are a lot easier to set up. Like, it's a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So. 
So what's this? Why? Why CES matters? Yeah, this isn't a. This isn't showing tech, is it? Is it, it is. showing? Um, it's kind of like what about CES kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, it makes like for instance, like matters should make uh, obviously smartphones easier to set up, smaller and use a normal run. Uh, the big four turned out uh, a matter supported for their platforms by Amazon approach. Uh, is it been, company matter? Yeah, matter. Okay. Uh, has been done in piecemeal, and Apple and Nobody support onboarding devices and matter on iOS. And like for instance, like right here, we have a little home device, the matter controller gadget that will help people what do you call it and matter compatibility devices to like basically to their smartphone to get things run and this person has like a whole bunch of that whole like they have a, like two smart like they have a little shelf that's kind of cool um uh matter updates coming to existing products so amazon will be update to echo fourth gen uh smart speakers to the be a thread of the border of the really whatever call it uh border reader this spring well I'll say, I thought that fourth gen. What is that in the fourth gen? Thread border router. Are they in the fourth? Anyway, anyway, and will expand its matter support to more devices, uh, including uh, thermostats, uh, blinds, and sensors, in addition to light bulbs, plugs, switches, and all other remaining compatible Eero and Echo devices. Um, as long as they're not grabbing all your data, like they found that um, that was covered on last tech tips uh, on their podcast. The um, thermostats were like really grabbing like all the data from the in and out data coming from the server and sending it back oh wow <laughs> yeah and they they had a big disclosure like on their website oh we don't touch that at all we you yeah, get yeah, our devices because yeah. we're completely oh, i'm sure my light bulbs are, are set and shit you don't have to worry <laughs> yeah everything um i remember when i set up my pie hole excuse me <laughs> <laughs> so i remember when i set up my pie hole um and turned it on it grabbed a shit ton of shit and i looked at where it was coming from it was coming from smart devices oh wow so all this crazy telemetry and shit that was coming from the smart devices that was getting sent to uh, some of us i've never even heard of I've, like just random websites i'm like what are these websites um but obviously once i install once i have the pie hole running it just, that didn't happen anymore my smart devices cannot send the data back out <laughs> so to anything but amazon so yeah you have to keep a lookout for that if you don't know pie hole is just research on youtube it's fairly easy to set up if you have a raspberry pi um so uh livington announced the matter support for their entire lineup of wi-fi light switches and plugs via the firmware upgrade this year i see we have roku lights now yeah there's local lights now yeah living like this is one of the names i've been around for a while and then we have locky announced the flex touch pro uh, to retrofit your door lock, which is kind of cool. There's so many door smart door locks now. This one is obviously a fingerprint reader, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Twinkly of the smart holiday lights. Uh, Fame announced this <laughs> new entertainment of mirroring app. The entertainment hub desktop app lets you sync visuals and audio to any Twinkly lights, um, basically, which is kind of cool. I guess you could actually make your own like weird like colors around your house singing to your other devices. I would like to put the LEDs around the ceiling, but they're a pain in the ass. If they, made, I wish they would come up with something that would be easier than sticking it. I don't want to stick everything to the wall. Well, ours are not like we have one whole wall in our bedroom that's LEDs, but they're not. They're those tiny little nail and hooks, and mm -hmm. then I just hook the LED into it. Because I, I'd like to, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah, having a yeah. bunch of. Uh, and then they're powered by our Alexa. Which we could tell them uh, to on off. Yeah, so. I'd like some RGB light strips along yeah. the ceiling in here. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of 
other, you know, other channels to see what their setups are. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we used our fucking green screen now. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, Eve announced the Matters enabled thread products will arrive on March 28th. The Eve door and window con- contact sensors, uh, which is kind of like little sensors to set off your like motion detection and stuff like that, which is kind of cool, along with your blinds as well. So, you know, if someone's trying to break in your house, you can get alert on your phone. Yeah. Um, I, lot- still, I still want to get a doorbell one, but mm. I don't have a... It's got to be a wireless one, and then I got to change the battery, battery and everything else. Yeah, unless you wired into the door. Yeah, because I don't. It, my my doorbell's a battery powered. I thought it was a solid one. I thought it was a hard line, but it wasn't. No. Uh, so, lock manufacturer Yale confirmed that the what do you call it? it's putting up thread mo- module has received matter certification and should be coming soon. Uh, you can sign up for their notification. Yeah, they make taking them unlocked. Uh, the Ye light cubes. What the heck is this? Ye light cubes are module smart lights that will support matter, <laughs> and they're kind of just little stackable lights. That's kind of cool. You can put them around for ambient lighting. Just hit this when you go to the next one. Okay. I got a bathroom. Uh, so smart lighting manufacturer Ye light announced its new cube smart lamp uh, with matter support and will also well all new products for the Ye light Pro smart lighting series which will support matter with an overall over-the-air update before Q2 uh, 2023. Ely also announced an automatic curtain opener, which is really cool, uh, which won't be out on launch anyway. The new matter device announced is at CES. Uh, the Aqua, the, the smart home, will update to support matter. This month unveiled the new presence of sensor FPT is $60. The QT, uh, in QT, Q2, the T1 LED light strip and a U100 smart door lock for $160. So, and also in Q2, the company also showed off the G4 video doorbell for $120 coming out in February. Um, also, have NanoLeaf announced its first thread based smart switches, uh, which will be matter compatible, the Sense Plus uh, smart light and the Sense Plus smart wireless light switch. Which is really cool. A lot of ways to make your house smart. But like I said, just make sure like when you're doing these things, like like for instance, I have like the the pie hole so nothing else can connect to my smart devices, like without kind of permission. Not even that has permission. Uh it just kicks them out, uh, for the most part. It's kind of like a little security. It 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 routes out traffic going through your router, which is good. And it keeps things away. And it's it's a great, like cheap way to do it, especially if you have a fair raspberry pie laying around. Um they're a really great way to just keep an extra security layer on your home network, uh, especially with these smart devices where we don't know where they're sending data to. Uh, GE Lighting also confirmed they will be producing a matter-compatible A19 uh, sync full-color direct connect smart bulbs and sync indoor smart plugs uh, later this year. So they've been making them for a little while. Uh, TP-Link uh, announced it will release a matter-enabled uh, TAPO 100 uh, P125 meter mini smart plug. Uh, which is kind of cool. Smart plugs are getting smaller and better, I think, in my opinion. Uh, I have a bunch around the house now, so you can turn things on and off without just, with just telling Alexa, hey. Um, so the new Matter controllers that launched at CES. Matter controllers are required to onboard, uh, control your smart home devices in Matter. There are already a lot of Matter controllers out there, including the uh, 17 of Amazon's Echo devices. So that's kind of cool. Apple's HomePad Mini and Apple TV line and Google's 
NetHub smart display and Nest speakers. Uh, some mounted controllers are also threadboard rears and can onboard thread devices to matter uh, other work over and Wi-Fi. Yeah, so Samsung, what do you call it? Was on what do you call <laughs> Was all in on matter at CES with nearly an entire booth dedicated to smart things, which is crazy. Um, a a lot like there's like go on on those. It basically comes down to the the one of the big highlights at CES was the smart home thing. Um, matter is kind of like the overall reaching um, one that creates a lot of this stuff and a lot of the software and stuff. Like for instance, like they're ones that help with the echoes and everything else and all the other smart stuff, the GE lights, the um, anything smart pretty much around your house. So uh, they're all matters involved. Matters involved in it in some way or another. Mm -hmm. um, they're a big, big smart home like component in, in the whole whole thing so like I, I i so a long time ago back back in the day i was always well let's just say this i thought the uh like the google, the echoes and the google things were stupid mm -hmm. because i thought they were just you know siri devices all right and i could do that all with my phone if i ever you know hey hey specific company uh i want I, what time is it what's the weather out what's this i don't need that for for the, the google things and the echoes yeah that's stupid but then when you go deeper and you realize oh i can use that to turn my lights on i can use it to unlock my door you know stuff like that all the smart devices like that then it opened a whole new world for me mm. just like a lot of this studio is smart yeah. run yes yeah, exactly <laughs> so it definitely changed my my outlook on it well yeah but you realize the convenience like um like it's weird to me to hit a switch now it really is yeah. strange yeah um and, and then you have to yell at everybody else not to touch the switch <laughs> yeah um and like for instance like i walk in the house with groceries in my hand i'm not going to like kidding i'd have to put down the groceries then hit the switch then pick the grocery back up when i can just literally as i'm walking in alexa turn on the lights yeah boom it's yeah. done and it's yeah. on um so and plus like uh, like obviously there's a lot more smart devices that like we have cameras around our house uh that are linked to smart devices so when we're not we're, we're away wherever we're away at we can actually tap into those cameras make sure no one's breaking in make sure the animals are okay kind of thing and it just it's more of a, a insurance but it's, it's more of a an addiction for him yeah because it's like every 10 minutes <laughs> i was talking to tony camper about this yesterday on and check on, on the cats on, on your intervention we're planning for checking your cats <laughs> it's literally we went on t uh, our convention and literally i swear to god every 10 minutes they were like what are you doing oh you're checking on the cats i'm like are you kidding me you just checked on them like literally five minutes ago they might do something silly though but, never but they might they they, they, they jumped <laughs> I'm like, okay woo <laughs> they might do something silly you never know i'm like what did you do before this <laughs> <laughs> um but no smart devices are super useful um, and they're getting better and better. Like for instance, like when I'm cooking, we have an Alexa that's on the coffee table, well, on the kitchen table. And usually obviously my hands are tied. I'm not going to wash them hands back off. I can say, Hey, Alexa, play such and such, yeah. whatever music. And it can just start playing while I'm cooking, mm -hmm. which is nice. I don't have to rewash my hands, look up the little song, start playing all that shit. I don't yeah, have to do I've any of that. One, I've got two Google, whatever the hell they are, our little guys. Yep. And then I got a, like a screen one yep. next to my TV. Yeah. And it will like show the weather on the screen and stuff like that. Yeah. 
No, they're super useful. Yeah. Uh, that's like the one that's on our kitchen table when we first walk in. It's an Echo Show, so it shows like current weather and stuff yeah. like that. And like mine, I can connect it to my surround sound system. Yeah, because it's got that ability. But I don't know. I want to. I, I want to get some cameras, but I, I'm not too concerned about these. I want outside cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. No, because I have one at the window, but you can't see outside because no. of the reflection. Because <laughs> no, the night vision, the night vision uh, LED blinds it. So. Next topic here. Aside from smart device, we have a couple stories, and one's another D and D story. They're showing they're getting their hands on everything. Um, anyway, so Nicholas Cage revealed how much screen time Dracula has in Renfield. This looks like a good movie. It looks funny. It looks really funny. I saw the trailer for it yesterday. It yeah. Like... Um, and it just looks. It doesn't. He doesn't have a whole whole lot of screen time um in the movie like he says wow. um, but he has like obviously the movie is mostly was his name nick uh nick holt the movie is mostly nick holt and it seems like he does a great job like i love he's like a support group and he's describing um like his boss which is nicholas cage uh and they just think he's talking about a horrible boss and they're like oh i can relate and he's like really what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> Aqua. Oh, that's the name of the actress. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it looks. Oh, looks great. Yeah, it's it's the guy from. Uh, he was uh, Beast. Oh yeah, in, yeah. In, in the newer or the older X Men yeah. movies, the new old <laughs> Days of Future Past and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I know him from. Yeah. No, I'm just terrible movies. That's why. Oh. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, no, I'm excited to see this. Like, Nicolas Cage, like, he seems like, and we only see him as Dracula for, like, a good, like, not even a couple seconds in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. It's really quick. He shows up to the, the AA meeting or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I love, like, the quirkiness of it. Like, oh, you had me get me this and this, and they just think he's just some terrible boss. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he's a vampire. <laughs> and so is the guy you're talking to. Yeah, he's a vampire, too. Yeah. Some, or something. He's, yeah. His eyes turn. Yeah, he is actually a vampire. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm excited to see this movie because it seems just like a fun movie to watch. It reminds me of what? Twice bitten. Once twice bitten. bitten. Oh yeah. What was that? Jim Carrey and, yeah. and uh, what's his face? Like, uh, Goldblum. Goldblum. Goldberg. Yeah, what the hell's his name is? Um, I don't know. It was a long time ago. Long freaking time ago. Is it Goldblum? I don't think so. The guy from Jurassic Park. It was Jim Carrey. I think him. I don't remember the whole cast. 1985. Hmm. Jim Carrey. No. Oh, no, Jeff Goldblum? No. Oh, why do I think Jeff Goldblum was in that? I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> Another universe, Jeff Goldblum is in that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It played, oh, because in the vampire was a woman. Yeah, it was a woman. And it, it played that sunglasses song. Over yeah, and over again. I wear my sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that was a great. That was a great song. <laughs> that was a great song, I should say. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> so this last topic. Too bad Grimm's not here. Of course not. Uh, so anyway, D and D live action series headed to Paramount. And Can't are, they get the movie out first? The movie is coming out in what March? Is it? Is that soon? I think it's March. Uh, Paramount is rolling out, rolling the dice. Nice way to phrase this. On the Dungeon and Dragons, uh, <laughs> it says rolling for initiative, right here. Where? 
Paramount was rolling out for initiative. Oh, does at the top. <laughs> at the top, yeah. Yeah, for the initiative, yeah. <laughs> uh, episode straight to series order for a live action TV series, according to the report from Deadline. Uh, Ross and Marshall uh, Thurber uh, will write and direct the episodes of the series. Uh, the project has yet to be yet in development for some time. Uh, as Thumber was attached to a project copy already uh, last year, uh, E1, the entertainment distributor owned by Dungeons & Dragons, uh, corporate parent Hasbro, shopped the project announced before landing at Paramount+. Plus. It will be their second collaboration on D&D, obviously this year, with the uh, Hero, what do you call it, the Hero Among Thieves film uh, coming out uh, from being produced by Paramount coming out later this year. Um, you know how you can get Paramount+, Plus, right? <laughs> yes, I know. You get Paramount Plus. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know the D. That's another movie that just looks like it's going to be fun to watch. Is the D and D movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, and I'm a fan of Chris Pine, so like, I mean, yeah. Mm. So it looks like it's going to be good. It could be fun. It's not going to be. I mean, sure, they're going to have their own tropes, but there's been so many D and D movies, and there's been more than a few D and D movies. Really? Yeah. Um, I can look this. There up. was one with the Wayne brothers. One of the Wayne brothers. What? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the new one. Um, there's also been like a handful of like independent filmmakers that have made one, which is funny because the independent filmmakers have stuck true to the exact game mechanics and stuff mm-hmm. when doing the movies and stuff that they did, but the movies weren't didn't have as high of a budget, so they didn't do as well. But then the Hollywood people just kind of do their own thing and they break the rules here and there. Um, so it's like, yeah, well, what do you want? Do you want higher budget? Do you want? Yeah, it's like a like. Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons, Wrath of the Dragon God. Yeah, there's a few. And Dungeons and Dragons three. Yeah, there's one with Wayne. One of them had the Wayne's. One of the Wayne's brothers in it. Huh. I can't remember which one. Um. But yeah, there's been more than a few. Um, but this one definitely looks like the highest budget though, out of all of them though. This one coming out, Honor of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honor amongst thieves. Let's say. Um. So this could be cool. I mean, a TV series could be neat, but I don't know if they're going to continue because it seems like a Paramount bought into this. They're going to want it to vibe with the movie that's coming out. So it's probably going to be in the same universe or the same story within that same universe or takes characters that are in that movie <laughs> and has them or side characters that are in the movie that now have their own show or, you know I mean, what, vice versa, um, most likely. So... Which could be pretty cool, um, depending. But like I said, like we were talking about earlier, like it does seem like the owners, like Hasbro, is really like, well, well, people like D and D now, so, uh, um, well, they're making content. That's uh, well, it's their content, but they're making it from our content, so we need to charge them. Like people, you don't need to get green corporate greed. Just let it be what it is. If you want to make a movie, you want to make a TV show, sure, go for it. You want to make action figures, go for it. But don't change and just take away what people have loved for years. And love doing for years. It's mm. just stupid. Like your corporate, you ain't, you're not going to get that much more from people. And if anything, you're going to alienate your own fan base and could kill it. Oh yeah. Um. So I don't know who's making decisions up there, but you're doing it just to get a paycheck, and then you're going to leave, which means you probably shouldn't have your job to begin with. But that's neither here nor there. Um. So, I I know, I'm excited. I can't wait to see the D and D movie. I think it'll be cool to watch, and it'd be really cool to watch a TV show. Um, I'm just not a fan of what they are doing. And if that means that these things wouldn't have happened without doing them other things, that's fine. 
Um, because if it's corporate greed that's funding these things, then it's not really worth it in the end anyway. Marlon Wayans was in the first Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, he was? was 2000. Okay. <laughs> I knew he was in one of them. I just can't remember when. So, yeah. But, yeah. No, it's definitely, it can be cool. And like we'll see what happens with the Last of Us series. They're saying it's amazing. It's the best video game adaptation, whatever, adaptation ever. But I don't know. I didn't play the game, so I know about it, though. I know about it. I don't know. They have to beat Sonic. Sonic is considered the best video game adaptation right now. The second one was pretty good, too. So, not the Mario movie. Although the Mario movie, when it comes out, might become the best video game adaptation. Yeah, yeah. Because it seems like they have every damn Mario game in that movie. Yeah. In the trailer, there's like everything What's funny is everybody's mad that uh, what's-his-name isn't Mario, but he is in the movie. Who? The guy who does the voice for Mario. Oh, the actual guy. Yeah, Yeah. he is in the movie as somebody else. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So. You know, Rez like the Lou Albano. <laughs> yeah, re- 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 <laughs> yeah. That's me, Mario. Hey, everybody. <laughs> he was a great Mario. Oh. Yeah, he was a great Mario. But no, that movie could be cool. Like, I'm just impressed that they're going to incorporate everything, including like Mario Kart and the side games, tennis, all that. All, yeah, all in the movie. Yeah, they're all that's in the movie. The, that's really cool. So I hope I hope they have like a meme of like Mario's missing or. Mario teaches typing or something. I think that'd be pretty. Oh, fun. I'm sure they're gonna have a haunted house or something or a school. You'll see at Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you'll see that. I think that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, because it seems like Nintendo made it all out to make this a giant Mario commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, and it's not the Wizard. Best movie. Ever. <laughs> uh which is like yeah, that movie came out and then they funded. Like they funded the freaking stupid other Mario movie, which is... I need to find that. I have it on DVD somewhere. The uh, I you, need to put that. The in Mario the Brothers? No, fucking uh, the Wizard. The Wizard? Yeah. Oh, oh, where the hell could that be? I know I had it. <laughs> I know I had it. Well, they, that's never. Go- I don't even know that. I think that got a special edition Blu-ray release actually not that long ago. Oh, I must find it. I Just think because. it is. I mean, well, I have a PlayStation Four, or yeah, I guess I could watch it, but yeah. Yeah, which was strange that um, uh, Strange Days recently got a Blu-ray release. Oh, jeez. I, I didn't realize that. So I made Marie watch that on New Year's Eve because I was like, it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. So we watched it, um, and she really liked it. And then we find out the next day, it's like, oh, it just got released on Blu-ray um, for some anniversary. And it never was released on Blu-ray at all. Really? It never was remastered. It was only remastered in German for some reason on Blu-ray. And that's the movie where, like, VR is a drug, right? Yeah. Well, they're addicted. People are addicted to experiencing other people's, like what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, though, we're living in that now. People do that with TikTok and stuff like that. They watch what other people are doing. Yep. We, we have become that, and they become addicted, and they watch TikTok for like hours. They they told the future. Kind of, yeah. Uh, they just were like a little. They well, the thing is though, the movie was made. In, I think it was ninety four. It's been that long. It was 94. So they thought because VR was just up and coming at that time, and there was a ton of movies that had VR, um, they literally thought, and it's not a bad prediction, that VR was going to be the shit by 99 if the the technology progressed. Mm. But we don't even have that high definition nowadays for VR yet. We're not there yet. We don't plug into your neurons in your brain yet. Maybe someday. Uh, Not anytime soon. Well, with Neuralink, they're going to be doing that, but... 
Well, not if they get through their lawsuit right now. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other. <laughs> but, uh... That's the only other thing. Yeah, I like VR. I, I have to play some. I haven't played VR in a while. I'm waiting, I've am i been waiting for Ghostbusters. That's the one thing that uh, we didn't cover. The new Vive is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really isn't actually much different from the last one. The mm-hmm. most is different is the ergonomics of it. It mm-hmm. actually is about the same way as the Oculus and stuff. And it's computerless. Yeah. It's wireless. But the Oculus Quest is pretty damn great. I, I really got to try the, the wireless stuff because the... Because I haven't tried it. I'm yeah. just... Eh. And that's what most seems like the vibe did. That's like, okay, let's match what the Quest did, and then we'll move from there, which is what they did with this new one, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what it is, though. Um, but VR is moving ahead pretty fast now, finally. And who knows? At some point in the future, we're going to be able to plug in and uh, jack in and watch uh, someone else's life from yeah. their experience. That's weird. Yeah. And the, the, obviously, the big thing, if you haven't watched that movie, one of the big things that goes on is people peddle and snuff films. Oh, yeah, yeah, People yeah, getting yeah, murdered yeah, yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is pretty messed up. Isn't that what the movie's about? Well, no, there's one girl gets murdered who's a friend of another girl because they get a hold of a snuff film because the main guy yeah. will not deal in snuff film. And he gets pissed when his main dealer gives him a snuff film. Yeah, it's a whole big thing. <laughs> and then that guy ends up dead. Um, yeah. Hey, and, man, and, uh, and that's one of actually... one of Angela Who's your B- VR dealer, man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's one of Angela Bassett's like big breakout roles. She did great in that movie. She plays like the security guard, well, the kind of like the bodyguard, which is kind of cool. Um, so I got uh, Tony Camper to watch Wednesday. Wednesday is good. He's obsessed. <laughs> we, we we're up to like three in the morning watching it. Oh my god! He's like, I need to see it on the video. Then we're like, uh, I missed it. <laughs> anyway, this has been talking gaming and tech. And remember, we are part of the Darkening Podcast Network. Remember, check out all the other podcasts within the Darkening Podcast Network. If you just Google search the Darkening you will find it right away. Or if you're on whatever podcast app, just type in the Dorking. I'm sure you're going to get quite a bit of first results. And there's a number of links within this podcast you can go check out as well. So if you want to need some coffee, remember to check out and get some coffee from Deadly Grounds Coffee because uh, coffee's great. And uh, hopefully next episode I'll have some new Deadly Grounds Coffee because I have some coming in the mail. And it should be in by next week. They're having like shipping delays and stuff right now because there's so many people ordering, I guess. Oh. Um, they have a notice saying, oh, it'll be shipped by the 15th because they're trying to prioritize the shipments right now. But right. they eventually get there. Um, but yeah, they have great coffee. Go check them out. And obviously go check out everybody else in the Dorking Podcast Network. And we will see you next week. Well, two weeks. Yep. And for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media, and we will see you next time with more gaming and tech news. Yeah.